Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another fantastic episode of The Flask at Hand, the podcast that starts with whiskey and ends with knowledge. Uh, we are your hosts, Aaron, Lindsay, and Jake. As we usually do, I will introduce everybody to those of you that don't know us. Uh, Lindsay is an astronaut for a private space exploration company with over 320 hours of spacewalks. Yeah, yeah. She flew the first solo manned mission to Mars. I was going to ask you, though, um, did it upset you that even though you were literally the first woman to walk on Mars, they still called it a manned mission? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how does that feel? Well, I mean, they cut it short because man is just short for woman. Woman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aaron says here... uh, you are a union stonemason who in his spare time <laughs> creates large mosaics of overweight naked men using <laughs> only beer bottle caps and glue. He makes himself from horse hooves he buys in bulk uh. on Amazon. Is that... Uh, horse hooves. Is that right? <laughs> hooves. <laughs> that is correct, Jake. Uh, I, okay. I'll you be have to show me some of your artwork one of these days. Oh, I will. Uh, I'm Jake. And I am your friendly neighborhood tugboat operator. First order of business, I'd like to shout out our cover art winner, competition winner. Uh, he was actually the only <laughs> one to enter. So congratulations. Some cover art. But uh, fortunately, it was really good. So We would have chosen it anyway. Whether it was just one or 20, it would have won. Yeah, it was really oh, yeah. good. So Joey Greco, also known as Haircut. You will win a bottle of whiskey and a tasting glass. Not sure of what kind of whiskey. I'm kind of pissed you won because you actually like whiskey and know <laughs> whiskey. So I can't just get you a bullshit bottle of cheap whiskey. So we are going to find something nice for you. <laughs> and as far as um, whiskeys go today, we have two more on the table here. Um, the first being Angel's Envy. And the second being Screwball Ah, peanut butter whiskey. It's so delicious, you guys. It's Jake so is so good. sad about that. <laughs> so know. we are tasting <laughs> these. So happy. We are tasting these two whiskeys tonight, uh, because a member of our Facebook group, known as Corbin Carlson, um, asked us to do these, and so we're going to do them. We are going to probably taste the Angel's Envy first, so not to destroy our palate <laughs> with the peanut butter whiskey. And the only reason, Corbin, while why we're doing the peanut butter whiskey, here's the thing, man. My bro love for you goes far beyond my hatred for <laughs> uh, flavored whiskeys. <laughs> so we are going to do it. So thank you, Corbin, for you. Yep, for your suggestions. And uh, you're awesome, bud. Shall we open the Angel's Envy? Also, just side note, I do love the screwball. Pretty much every time we do go out, I order a glass of screwball now to start. My palate. I think it's delicious. Yeah, it's so a good, good. It's a good palate cleanser. It, it's just to start it out. It's a warm up. It's not a cleanser, but it's like a palate warmer. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I've had worse whiskeys. It's not pretty that. delicious. Yeah. All right. Anyway. You guys make me Back a believer, I guess. I'd Did we want to talk a little bit about whiskey tasting methods? As we know, I'm not an expert on tasting whiskey yet. Just for our listeners, we can just we can for our listeners and sure. coach them like, on how I would to like to learn a little it. more. Yeah. yeah, make it follow along. Yeah, we can let everybody know what what basics. we're thinking about when we're when we first nose a whiskey, which yeah. means smell, and and we get our taste, and then things like that, and finish. And there's so things yeah, like the color. There's, you know, the color of the whiskey. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Legs. Legs. Mm-hmm. I don't really pay attention to that, to okay. be honest with you. But yeah, Lindsay, if you want to school some people, I. Oh, I, I'm not the expert. You're the expert. I so no, we none of us are experts as far as I'm concerned. Oh. <laughs> if I'm the experts, then we're all fucked. <laughs> I think uh. we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well I can uh, pop it open. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's give her a let's give the old cork pop. Well, it's a nice amber color. Here it comes. Oh, oh. that was good. That was good. <laughs> I don't necessarily pay attention to the color so much, but uh, when we oh, first poured it into our glass. Taste. It's got a nice honey. Oh, it does. Yeah. The color? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a honey amber hue, I'd say. It's a very pretty color. I was going to say honey amber. Sounds like a stripper I knew once. 
Classy lady. New once. She was over here last weekend. I'm going in. That <laughs> 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 was an aggressive I think one sniff. thing that we, that we discovered, too, is pretty important, is to make sure when you smell it that you keep your mouth a little bit open because you smell a lot through your mouth, not just your nose. That is actually true. He said it like, I don't usually have any <laughs> true stories. Oh, what are you guys getting? Oh, d- a lot of dried fruit. Yeah. This is a pork barrel whiskey. Remember uh, last episode when you made fun of me about how many pork <laughs> barreled whiskey, uh, <laughs> aged so whiskeys? So many pork I barrels. <laughs> oh, my god. This just happens to be. Uh, it is. Yeah, port wine aged, barrels. Aged true. six years, it says here, in uh, port wine cast. And, you know, I do, now that you said that, now it tastes very wine-like to me, or it smells, I mean, I haven't tasted it yet. Yeah, it does. It You know, it's not that super sweet port wine s- smell, but it's it's there for sure. It doesn't burn at all. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty some smooth smelling. Kind so of smelling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, woody undertones, kind yeah. of that standard bourbon woody undertone. Yep. Not a whole lot. Maybe even like a not so hardcore vanilla, but maybe like a vanilla cream. Just real soft vanilla. I don't mm. know if you guys are getting that. Yeah, not intense vanilla. I don't know what I'm getting in here. <laughs> Let's do the toast. I got a toast on here. Ready? May you have one half hour in heaven <laughs> before the devil knows you're dead. Cheers. <laughs> oh, wow. It's full bodied. That is full-bodied. Oh, man, that French oak is really coming through. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that is good. It's not super sweet port, though. It's not sweet. It's not sweet at all. I don't get that brown sugar or the... The vanilla or anything. No, it's. Out of it's I don't even know what I smell. I actually can't get like a very good aroma. Sure. It's it's more of a dry wine too. It's yeah. not like a a rich sweet port wine. You know, it's got that dry. Mm-hmm. Oh, but wait for that finish though. Yeah. Wait for that finish. It gets sweet. Back of the throat, sweet. I don't know what it is though. Is it like is something like maybe like an orange blossom or something? Yeah, like candied, yeah. like candied oranges or something mm-hmm. like like a candied like mandarin fruit. oranges. Yeah. That's yep. Like Trader Joe's mandarin oranges that Dude, are all nailed dried. It. Yeah, that is. That's that good. Is, yeah, that is excellent. It's good. Have you guys had this one before? I have actually. I just uh, put an empty bottle in my recycle bin about uh, two weeks ago. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I just had it once, and that was at your place. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, no, that's that's delicious. Yeah, my goodness, good. my goodness Great gracious! Candy flavor. I'm gonna go in for one more, see if it changed. I'm gonna go in for five more and then <laughs> see if it changes after that. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, that's so good. I like scale. It. Ooh, one to one hundred. God, you know. I don't. I'm not gonna give it an 89er like the Compass Box uh, Spice no, Tree. No, he can't. Ooh. It's not um, the same scale. Look at the legs on that one. I know you said the legs, but this one actually makes a design on your glass, like a spiral design. Kind of cool. It's nice like legs. Sacred G. Yeah. Do you think that whiskey could make you could make like a design in your whiskey glass that's Sacred G? What's if Sacred G? you hit it G? with sound waves, or Sacred Geometry. Oh. No. Sacred G. No. Do you, are you just segueing into the topic? Oh, I was Ooh, just. Like I, did that. I just happened to mention, you know, the legs and how they look like sacred G. Are we going to talk a little bit about how much this bottle costs and some other things about it? Yeah. So what do we got? Angels Envy. Uh, it's a straight Kentucky bourbon. It runs around fifty to sixty bucks in Washington State. In Washington yes. So State. we we have a, uh, I don't know what it is, twenty four percent tax, maybe yeah, more now. High. I don't know what it is. So if you're buying this whiskey in Washington State, it's probably going to be about twenty bucks more. Yeah, or 15, 20 bucks, maybe even price. more yeah. than wherever you are. Yeah. So here in the great state of uh, Washington, I- it is 50 to $55. Mm-hmm. Not always available, more readily available than a lot of other um, whiskeys, but it's... You got to look for it. Yeah, you do have to look yeah. for it. They only make eight to 10 barrels at a time in Kentucky, and it's small batch. Which is important because bourbon is only bourbon if it's distilled in Kentucky as far as the legal rules go. Okay. So just throw that That's out there. That's interesting. You guys know why they called it Angel's Envy? I do. Okay. Shall we tell the listeners why? <laughs> <laughs> so tell they, them, they, they call this Angel's Envy because they lose about 5% of their spirits per year due to the evaporation, and they called that process the Angel's Share. 
So there's some other forms of this. They've got a finished rye form aged in rum casks. And that one's really hard to find. I looked for it and it's pretty difficult to find. And then really hard to find is the cast strength version, which is 122.4 proof. <sighs> Super limited release. I don't know where anybody can find it. Heavy but hitter. I'm not a big fan of rye anyway, so that's okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's probably one rye that I like. Yeah. What one? Um, it's high West. Yeah, it's a High West Ooh, double the high rye. High West. Yeah, good that call. Is good. Super sweet rye, yeah. We'll do that one on another podcast. Definitely. Oh, yeah. We should do a couple High West because I don't think I've had any other High West other than that one. I don't think I have either. So. They had one that was called Campfire that mm-hmm. I think you would probably like. A little smoke here, probably. Yep. Yeah. Okay. A little smoke here. So, Angel's Envy, scale of 1 to 100, delicious whiskey. It's good. It's, it's up there. Let's. I probably on the s- on the scale get maybe like a seventy. Yeah, five. Seventy five. Yeah. Five. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I go. I go like. Box, but it is, it's good. Like uh, demon to triceratops, I'd probably give it like a kit car. Ooh. Oh. Okay. I did not. Ex- where is good. that on this? I'm trying to. Oh, okay. That's higher up. That's closer to triceratops. Oh, much yeah. higher. Yeah. Oh. Actually, actually, just a couple ticks down. Below Triceratops, like okay. in between, like Kit Car, Triceratops, you've got like like Night Rider, Night Rider, gotcha. yeah, yeah, Kit Car. Okay, moving on to uh, well, I think I'm gonna finish this, I guess. Angels Envy, 75 Kit Car, scale of one to 100, uh, 75 scale uh, from what was it? Oh, like Demon to Demon to Triceratops, triceratops. Yeah. Uh, Kit Car, Kit Car, Night Rider, Kit Car. Okay, are we moving on to screwball here, people? We are. I mean, sure. Yeah. You know what's pretty cool oh, is that all these glasses online, they automatically have Williams on them. What? <laughs> yeah. Check this out. This whiskey bottle and these glasses already say Williams. Oh, that's interesting. Is that a touchscreen? Yeah. Mm. I never use it, so I forget that it does that. And then I touch it. My kids always uh, try to touchscreen my th- computer screen, but it's so old and shitty. Like, <laughs> so it's not working, Dad. I'm like, yeah. It's working. <laughs> Just got to use the joystick. It's old school. <laughs> the joystick. Yeah. <laughs> Keep pedaling or it's going to shut off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's only 9.30. Yeah, it's only 9.30. So it's we're going to move into screwball uh, peanut butter whiskey. Uh, the look on Jake's face I right I now. I don't know. It's priceless. Um We'll see. He's fighting it so hard. I am. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. You know, I'll give. Corbin, thank you. No one ever yeah. said he had to like this it. Is, this is something I enjoy. I mean, I, I enjoy all of these, but. I enjoy about one I little taste you know, of it. And I that's tried it. this for the first time. Just, um, just a tiny little. Sister, just a actually, little tiny. Yep. There, that'll, oh there, that'll do. Er, do it. do it. God. Oh, my God. That was that. Oh. He makes it sound like he hates well, I mean, it, but really, it's more like, oh my you know, god! I think this, this one's pretty self-explanatory so with the it smells. <laughs> Where does this come from? Ocean City, California, or Ocean Beach, California, or one, of the, one somewhere like that? Leave it up to fucking California to give us a peanut butter flavored vegan and gluten free whiskey. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> California. Yeah, I'm just glad it's vegan. I mean, I, I wasn't sure how much you know, like dairy products and meat usually go into whiskey, but I'm glad to hear there's finally one that's <laughs> vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'm sick there of having no chunks of fat yeah. in my whiskey. It's disgusting. Okay. The, well, the, what's in the nose? You know, surprisingly. Oh, what's, in what's in the nose? I, guys, I, I, I'm getting a little peanut butter in there. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, hint. Shocking. Hint of peanut butter. Just, just I'm picking up chocolate, too. I am, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking up chocolate, peanut, peanut butter, butter, chocolate, Easter bunny. Oh yeah, East, totally see that. Like, like the cheap chocolate, like rotten eggs, cheap chocolate. Yeah, like dollar store, like peanut butter like filled bunnies. chocolate bunnies. Those are pretty. What are damn those called? Good though, actually. What I are the marshmallow say. ones? Oh, Peeps. Peeps. I like Peeps. They're deli- Everybody hates Peeps. I love them. They're so disgusting. Good. Oh, I got some on my mustache. That's <laughs> gonna smell that all fucking night long. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't notice this anymore. It smells like fucking peanut butter. I'm going for the taste. Yeah. Like, it Spoiler. Smells like pure peanut butter. It does. <laughs> you, you guys go. <laughs> toffee. Definitely toffee. You guys That's delicious. Go. It's just, it's not very complex. It's very flavored. Like, extremely sweet. flavored. Very sweet. I mean, it's delicious. Very I have to syrupy. Say. Yeah. I, I, 
you know, you know what I read is that a lot of people pour it over vanilla ice cream, and I, I could I see that it. being delicious. I wonder no. what so good. No. I wonder what a lot of people means. I don't know, like four or five at least. <laughs> <laughs> Count in one hand. Our listener base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the four or five people that will listen to this would like to pour it over vanilla ice cream. It's pretty delicious. I would like to pour it outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, Corbin. <laughs> Corbin, you're awesome. <laughs> it did get 2019's best flavored whiskey at the New York World Wine and Spirits Competition. I so. bet it did. How many flavored whiskeys are there? Like fireball and <laughs> <laughs> screwball. Congratulations, you beat fireball. <laughs> yeah, you beat fireball. That's funny. That was a good one. What do you think the angels think of the evaporation on this one? <laughs> I think they fucking fly for cover when they see this angel share coming. <laughs> They'd rather go to hell. <laughs> yeah, they go. They go straight to hell where the good shit is. I'd rather burn. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna drink the rest of it just to be cool. I want to make a milkshake with it. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty biased, but on a scale of 1 to 100, I'm going to go ahead and I haven't had, I mean, I guess I've had Fireball. So put pitting it against the only other flavored whiskey I've ever had, I'm going to give it a 5. Only, the only reason why it's not getting a 0 or a 1 is... <laughs> <laughs> Out of 100? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just Ooh, really boy. like whiskey, you know? Yeah. And this just isn't it, it just for me anyway. So that's I'm not trying to be. I'm sure people like this whiskey, and that's good. Well, good for you. Like what you it, like, drink so. what I you sure want. Um, yeah. You know, everybody like eats their own. I'm no professional. Don't take my word for it. But uh, yeah, I'm you glad I didn't buy this bottle. I'd rather have Serrano. I don't even know what that. <laughs> I never had that. Serrano on the rocks. I don't even think they sell it anymore. Is that probably not? Is that like a '70s commercial TV commercial? It's like I'd say '90s. Yeah. I'm glad I did buy it. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure I'll, be not, I'll give it a 20. I like it. It's got Damn. a good warmth. It's got a good throat warmth to it. Larceny got a 26. Oh, I'd rather have Larceny. Oh, really? yeah. Okay, yeah. go for it. Let's see it. I hate it. Wish I had some ice cream now. More for you. I have ice cream. You got cookies. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get me the ice cream. That's like the high, taking away a high five. I got ice cream. Sweet, go get some. I'm just kidding. I don't have any ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> High five's worse. For those of you that, you that don't know, Jake and I live 25 feet away. Some people say kitty corner. So other people say catty corner. And it always makes me laugh when they say catty corner. Yeah, me too. It's the wrong Cat, way catty, to say it. Caddy shack corner? It's not yeah. catty corner. corner. Yeah. Also, Close. we don't live kitty corner, though. We sh- literally share a driveway. It's actually, she lives on my driveway. Oh, <laughs> that's actually true. Oh, cheers. Sorry. I was looking at all my sa- sacred G in here. I <laughs> really never heard of Sacred G. Well, I mean, I I've know. heard of it. I just never heard of it as, uh, you know, I've heard of Sacred Geometry. I just didn't know what Sacred G meant. Oh, like sorry. That's like the Rob Zierdeck version. You haven't seen that uh, Fantasy Factory? I or no, oh, it was yeah. Robin Big, actually. Robin it was Big. Robin Big. Yep, he right. gets it all over his skateboard, and then he starts making yep. Sacred G shirts. It was an alien workshop skateboard. Yeah. Sacred G. Yeah. It's right. like symbolic. He painted that thing on his helipad. Yeah. Geometric shapes, basically. Sacred G unit. Tabernacles, <laughs> you know. Altars, tabernacles. Everybody knows what a tabernacle is, right? Tabernacle. Yeah. I added a couple of drops of zero water to my Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Zero. So zero water. So you zero added a couple drops of zero water? Zero is that an oxymoron? Zero particulate water. So go on it's wherever water enough. supplies are bought and or sold and or traded online and you will find zero z-e-r zero water supplies so it's a filtered water system like a brita i'd say that you keep in your fridge but it actually takes out 100 percent instead of whatever the other percentage oh I saw that there was a study done on the ones that you put on your faucet, the stupid old one that I had. What was that one? The uh, the pure. No, the no, pure, pure water fiddler, filter that was on the end of my fiddler. faucet. Fiddler. <laughs> fiddler. Fiddler. The diddler. The fiddler on the sink. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, that, that one, um, there was studies done. And at, oh, I know what the study was. It was in my own house. I just remembered <laughs> the study that was done is after I ordered my zero water filter. I it comes with an actual uh, water tester, so it looks like a thermometer basically. And you put a little bit of water in the cap and and put it on, and it'll tell you 
what percentage it's filtered out. And I tested my zero and it came up a zero. Nope, nothing was let through. The filter was perfect. Then I tested my pure and it came out terrible. There was tons of particulates what are you left. Testing with strips? No, this was an actual water filter, a water tester, pH and um, particulates is what it tests for. And then I tested it with the pure on there. It was terrible. Then I took the pure off and my water out of my faucet was better than through the stupid pure filter. <laughs> So don't get a pure filter oh, is the moral of that story. So you're telling me the water that was coming out of the faucet before the pure filter? Straight out the faucet is better than so through the, the pure, pure filter. filter made it worse? Yes, it made it worse. It put, so there's char, it's like a charcoal this is mixture why all, this is filter. Why, this is why the human race gets annihilated by viruses. Really bad. But yeah. anyway. Put the, this the, on your sink. It'll make it better. Okay. It's pretty bad. But Don't the, test the zero, it. I reckon. Just drink it. That's <laughs> is w- this is where this all came from is if you want to add a little water to your whiskey, it can open up the flavors. So I wasn't exactly sure what the flavors in that Angel's Envy were before. I was pretty sure. I, w- I wasn't quite sure. Like I, I, had a, my, I had my doubts. I thought that there could be More? maybe orange blossom. I wasn't really but sure. But didn't you say that already? I, I did. I was. That's my original thought. Then I added some zero, a couple of drops, like you said, just not a ton. Just say, just say water. A couple of droplets. <laughs> couple of droplets of water, <laughs> filtered water. And? And it's much more rich and full. Mm. It's really good. There's a lot more fruit in it when you add some water. You guys should try it. Just add a couple droplets of water to your Angel's Envy. I might do that in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> if, if I can still walk to the sink and back. <laughs> uh, Where are we at with this? Well, we are... At the point where we usually do our useless facts, but tonight we actually all we we have a topic. Not um, so useless. No, and because we have this topic, because again, um, on our Facebook group, people voted on this topic. So there were two or three topics that were put out there. Get out there and vote, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I mean, so we had. Tell us you hear what you want to hear about. Yeah, and so this one got the most votes, so we're doing it. We're doing the topic, and it, and the topic is, can sound waves heal you? Which turned out to be way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Um, Definitely. So, let's get into it. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. My part in this, what I wanted to do was kind of get the, the science behind sound waves, just in general. So, what they are, why they are, things like that, right? So, just to to kind of give everyone an idea sound is a vibration that propagates or spreads if you will into waves when it uh, is moved through a medium like air like any any gas liquid or solid right so air mostly for us so for us sound is the reception of these waves and how the brain perceives them so the waves are what hit our little ear hairs and our brain says, oh, that's E, or that's a D, or that's a guitar, or that's a piano, mm-hmm. or that's your mom yelling at you. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever memories you have from being a child. <laughs> Propagation. <laughs> or <laughs> breathing. when Lindsay plays a tasty jam on her guitar, Coming up with a little tasty jam. <laughs> uh, those vibrations travel through the air molecules, which is full of atoms. And, uh, and also the whiskey and it molecules in it the air. It shakes. There's no. It shakes <laughs> <laughs> those atoms and molecules up, and that's what creates these waves. Um, but just uh, so, unlike the, an ocean wave that vibrates in an up and down motion, sound waves vibrate from side sounds to side. Sounds pretty good to me. Okay. Yeah. Also sounds good. <laughs> what? Up, up and down and side to side. I'll oh take yeah. All. I'll okay. take all. <laughs> I see what we're talking about now. Whoo. <laughs> Right over the head. Yeah, good thing I wore Into pants the sound today. waves. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so sound waves move always side to pants. side. You guys are always forgetting your pants. I don't know what the well, deal I is. Well, I am Ronald Trump, so. <laughs> that was funny, yeah. <laughs> we haven't even said that yet. Credit, Lindsay. <laughs> I know, you. these fucking Ronald, Ronnie nicknames are the best. They're never Ronald Trump. It's so funny. There's so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> the it's never ending. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I've accepted it. Uh, so, we have audible frequencies that we as humans can hear uh, between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz. Anything above 20 kilohertz is ultrasound. Below 
uh, 20 hertz is infrasound. What one's hurt? So you have like kilohertz, but hertz. what one's actually hurt your ear? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I know ab- above it's a like certain amount, it actually does locker. hurt. Yeah. 20 I mean, hertz locker. That's yeah. a lot. How many hertz lockers is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> both infrasound and ultrasound, although we can't physically hear them, uh, can have effects on our brain, including uh, varying levels of depression, uh, sleep quality, alertness, and attentiveness. So they've done some studies about these other frequencies sound waves so stuff you can't hear still has an effect on you basically and mm-hmm. i'm just kind of saying that because it leads into to the rest of what we're going to talk about um tonight so that's that's sound waves basically brain waves which we're going to talk about how sound waves interact with brain waves pretty much mm-hmm. okay uh, brain waves are the communication between neurons in the brain they are produced by the electrical pulses from a ton of neurons as they communicate with each other. Uh, we talked about the audible frequencies of sound waves. Brain waves have different frequencies as well and change uh, depending on how we're feeling. Okay. Which is interesting to me because so I true. didn't know that. I really, this is all new information to me, most of this. Wait, I really repeat that again. So your neurons change the way you hear something depending on how you're feeling? Did I get that right? No. So oh. brain waves are created by the pulses of neurons mm-hmm. right as they're communicating so okay. that's what creates the brain wave right yeah and brain waves and sound waves can meet on certain levels cool. right so anyway nice so it makes the brain so waves. we have like uh, so the sound waves are audible and then the brain waves are thoughtable right is that correct exactly nice audible I believe. Ancient I want alien to believe. Theory, theorist, say yes. It is almost as if only master builders could have started building Pumapunku. <laughs> Ancient Samaria. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, people don't watch that show will not understand <laughs> that yeah. but these, it's funny these different frequencies can change depending on how we're feeling and the lower frequencies are like the slower sluggish tired and kind of dreamy feelings that we get right okay. totally and lower frequencies these, these are brainwave frequencies not sound wave frequencies so you can tell when people are operating a lower frequency yeah totally you can feel it Every time we do this podcast, I look at Aaron's in his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. He's definitely on the high frequency scale. Um, high frequencies uh, are more high energy, hyper, super alert feelings, right? Right. Uh, that's brainwaves, basically. A little closer to our topic, uh, brainwave entrainment. Did you guys look at any of this? No. Entrapment? Entrainment. In, entrapment. Oh. It's different. It's a great movie. Just uh, Yeah, it side note about movie. movies and brain. Have you guys seen Brain Scan? No. no. Okay, my, my friends will remember this little shout out. Such a weird movie. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. You should probably just watch it. I think it's from the late 80s or early 90s, and it's a trip of a movie. Okay. Suzanne will remember. Shout out to Suzanne. Suzanne. Brain yeah. Scan. Yeah, Brain, brain Scan. Brain Scan Suzanne. A trip. Dark City also. It's super weird. Oh, Dark City. Right. I should watch that one again. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Definitely. So brain entrainment. Entrainment. Entrapment. <laughs> all fucked up. I know. Brain and train. Brain and train. It's, uh, it's too rhymy. Well, at first I thought it said entertainment. And I was like, <laughs> brain entertainment? What is this? A weird company that does? <laughs> and then Braintainment. I realized it was entrainment. So, ah, uh, brain entrainment. Brainwave brain entrainment. Which I'm surprised you guys didn't come across this in no. your research. But no. um, it's, it is the concept that uh, the human brain has a f- the tendency to change its dominant frequency to a more dominant one, such as music. Or different types of sound. So okay. your, your brain has a tendency to change its... Molecular? Fre- no, its frequency of its brain waves to an, to an outside sound or, or mm-hmm. frequency, basically, right? So if, if there's a more dominant frequency coming from the outside... That's why I listen to metal. Brain, seriously, I mean, mm-hmm. this is what I'm... Ta- that's exactly right. So mm-hmm. when you feel... F- when you hear a song and feel good, it's not necessarily... I mean, it could be it brings back a good memory or whatever, but most of the time it's probably the the sound waves from that type of beat 
marrying with the, your brain waves mm-hmm. in, in creating kind of this um, uh, like even conglomeration, level. right? And so just uh, higher frequencies, lower frequencies, right? Lower frequencies, sluggish, tired, whatever. Higher frequencies, high energy, happy, whatever. However you want to say it. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. So brainwave entrainment uh, is interesting. It's it's that theory that um, it, an outside force can change frequency can change the frequency of your brain waves. I have proof of that every day right. every moment of every so, day yeah that's and that's uh that's what i got so i mean just nice. just to kind of you know intro to do sound waves heal us we don't <laughs> do they i don't know we'll see i don't know ronald trump we'll see <laughs> on the mic ronald trump ronald on the trump mic on the mic with, with the sound. Gonna rip with the mic you. right. <laughs> How you gonna pack it? Gonna pack it up right. How you gonna pack it? Gonna pack it up tight. <laughs> Damn, you guys are on another <laughs> level, man. I've, I've never been in a relationship uh, like that. Got the angel wings. Can sound waves heal us, I guess, is my question. I did look into a little bit of that beyond just the, you know, the basic science of brain waves and sound waves. And it sounds like mm, it, there's there's kind of a fifty fifty yeah, possibility. Yeah. There's okay. So you guys it, are saying fifty fifty, and you're saying you're, you're saying fifty fifty. You're saying possibility. I'm saying hundred percent. I'm saying there's there well, is research, no research way you want to say that sound waves can't heal because it's already been proven. Yeah. And we, your research has shown it, and some of my research has shown it from MIT, Harvard. Yeah. There's some really solid research shows that sound waves do heal. So like behavioral healing or physical healing. Physical. I'm talking. So that's where mine comes in. Mine's there. Mine's about physical. My research is it's haifu. I believe is how you say it. I'm not the medical (laughs) expert. Hifu. Hifu. Is that like a short poem? It's like a kung fu panda kind of thing. Like hifu. It's a haiku. Hifu. Hifu. That stands for high intensity focused ultrasound. So basically, it's still in the early stages of development development and adoption so far it's only reached fda approval in cases of bone cancer metastasis high intensity focused focused ultrasound ultrasound. so basically what it gets into it it focuses on a specific spot where you're treating so that's just a frequency of sound wave so think think of it like this you have a leaf outside and you have a, you have a, a magnifying glass on that leaf, and you want to burn a specific spot. Can we make it an ant? We could make we it an ant if an you want. Ant. Except That's for good. I've seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and I really am partial to Auntie. He kind of saves them. I but really I, like his I character. I used to burn ants with a magnifying glass when I was little. Yes. Uh, okay. okay, cool. Well, you, right, you too? Yes. Okay, fine. <sighs> All right, two against one. So That's there's an ant, kid. and <laughs> there's a magnifying glass. And, uh, and there's this, oh, maybe he's got a hurt leg and you're trying to, that, that leg is going to kill him if you don't remove it. That's how I'm going to look at it. And uh, so, so you focus that anyway. magnifying glass <laughs> on that leg to remove it to save his life. Right. Because I like ants. You can, you can focus in just on that tissue and you don't hurt any other part of the ant. Well, that's a good analogy, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I found, the brain is protected by formidable defenses. Uh, in addition to the skull, the cells that make up the blood brain barrier. Oh, uh, yes, I know it well. Yeah, know it yes, well. the blood yes. brain barrier, which is actually very difficult to say. It it's is. the BBB. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, I know. I know quite a lot about the brain. Blood. <laughs> the blood the brain. Blood brain. No more blood screwball for blood Lindsay. Blood brain barrier. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps the pathogens and pathogens and toxic substances from reaching the central nervous system. <laughs> no the more BBB, the Better Business yeah. Bureau of Blood Brain Barrier. Yeah. So, so what you're telling me is the blood brain barrier is there to keep bad things from getting to the brain. Right. So that protection, as I found, as everybody here knows, is uh, it's called a boon, except for when we need to deliver drugs to treat illnesses. Uh, usually you can't get drugs to the brain is the problem because so, of that barrier yeah, not just a problem i mean it's, it's not a problem your your body is doing that on purpose so that it doesn't allow harmful substances whether they're drugs or toxins or um, anything else that you put in your body or are subject to in the environment it stops it from getting to your brain so you don't just instantly die so it's part of your right. body's defenses right. okay. it's, it's like if chuck norris 
uh, was what? super tiny, and there was like <laughs> ten <laughs> was billion of them. <laughs> you know what? That is what the blood-brain barrier has been proven yeah. to be. Actually, <laughs> actually ch- yeah, you're Chuck fucking the, Norris. Yes, the blood-brain <laughs> barrier is Chuck Norris. Yes. So uh, <laughs> I love this. This is so much fun. So researchers are testing a new way to break through these defenses, which comes into play sound waves. So a medical physicist by the name of, and I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to butcher it, Calervo, it sounds like Hyman. Jose Cuervo? (laughs) Hyman. It's Heinenen. Calervo? Calervo. Heinenen. 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 We'll just call him him KH. KH. So a guy by the name of KH um, and his... uh, Physician partners are trying out a new technique. Uh, this involves giving patients a drug followed by an injection of microscopic gas-filled bubbles. And then the patients then put on a cap that directs sound waves to specific brain locations. Mm. Um, this is known as the high-intensity focused ultrasound. Or the high or high foo. <laughs> Shit. We are so all these, on that one. <laughs> these sound waves cause the bubbles to vibrate, basically temporarily separating the cells of the blood brain barrier so it kind of it right it's like disco party and fucking yeah. chuck norris is just like he's, dancing yeah like they're getting him to move away yeah and he's kind of parting the seas exactly okay that's exactly what i thought it's of like jcvd and was it blood sport what one did he get really drunk did and you just say jcvd yeah jean-claude van damme yeah no one actually <laughs> has an acronym <laughs> for that man do you, oh. do you think no one has that acronym well there's I would one say most Johnson. people have that yes. yeah Jean-Claude Van Johnson. (laughs) 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 Which one? Was it Bloodsport that he had the dance scene in? Remember he got drunk and he had to like dance fight a dude? Oh, come on. Did he get like sand thrown in his eye? Yeah. 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 He didn't get drunk. Oh, no. He's drunk in it. He's drunk dancing. So they they separate the cells of the blood-brain barrier, (coughs) which allow for the medication to gain access to the brain, basically. Okay. So let me get this straight. Kickboxer. They... They they give these patients a drug, and then they inject into the area that needs to be treated with like some gas bubbles. Yes, and then they use sound waves to to vibrate vibrate those gas bubbles. Yes, which then separates the blood brain brain barrier. Yep. So they can get the correct medication to the correct place. Exactly. Yes. So so there's been some drugs that have been known to treat alzheimer's and or they at least they have a really good reason to suspect they'll work very well for alzheimer's alzheimer's or just some (laughs) heimers just some pretty sure it's all the simers all all of the simers i'm not sure which simers it works best on but parkinson's and uh also brain tumors i mean the main thing's brain tumors they want to get chemotherapy right yeah to the to the brain yeah so that leads into my next point here so uh calervo and his partners are currently researching whether they can use the method to deliver chemotherapy to patients with brain tumors mm. okay um wouldn't that be something and there's also many other trials they're, they're planning similar trials to treat patients with brain disorders such as all the simers and considering <laughs> the haifu <laughs> <laughs> yes uh the high intensity treatment for a possible alternative to brain surgery and people basically with any movement disorders parkinson's dystonia which Ooh. i did not know what that was it's, it's basically just a disorder in which your muscles contract involuntarily um, they're increasingly being treated with implanted electrodes right to d- so uh, t- to make them do what they're not to make them do something else right because right. i when i had, I had a back problem for a short time actually i still have it <laughs> it just comes up every <laughs> once in a while and flares uh, up so i got these these electrodes like they can put on wherever right Tens unit. It's called a tens unit. Okay, and <laughs> this is why we keep Lindsay around because she's <laughs> seriously she she is smart. Yeah, no, she like everything we're talking about right now. This is already in her brain. Like she knows this stuff. She's yeah. just like sitting over there, like cringing, like oh, he fucked that one up. <laughs> oh no no no! That's how you say that. Idiots. <laughs> that's okay. That's why we're here. We're the idiots. She's she's the brain. But um, I put them, you know, on my in certain parts of my back for the muscles and every time it pulses it contracts my muscles yeah or i think i think that's kind of what that's they're talking about right so they put those electrodes electrodes is that what is that the same thing okay yeah Yeah, so they basically put 
implanted electrodes, which interrupt the, the dystonia brain activity. I didn't know what dystonia was either. That's, so that issue, was to me. issues or like restless leg syndrome are really, really difficult to try to tackle because you're trying to figure out is it related to a pinch nerve is it related to a muscle problem is it a brain it could be problem a lot of things, yeah. is it a, you don't know what it's coming from is it even do you just break leg? out and like tap dance you pretty i mean pretty <laughs> is that what it, is that what restless leg syndrome is <laughs> the great tap dancer it's, it's more like a river dance i want to describe it as like a river dance but it, for people that suffer with it it's really awful you cannot sleep even when you're awake, mm. you gotta walk around. Yeah, sleep when you're dead. Off. Quit fucking complaining. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it can be pretty awful. Yeah. So any type of treatment that they have for things like restless leg or I'd say Parkinson's. I mean Parkinson's for sure is another one that there just haven't been great treatments for. Look at Michael. Uh, uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Back to the Future. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean he was able to ride like a hoverboard before. And now, now we can't. Uh, now, now we, we can't. can't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he could really cruise. He was really I getting around. Them. He called him a cool rider. He was a cool yeah, rider. He was a cool rider. He Still was cool. Ripping. Not on so much guy. riding. So there's also a, another team at University of Virginia that hopes to use this focused ultrasound to deliver thermal lesions deep into the brain on patients as an alternative to going under the knife, as Jake was saying. We were talking about that. Um, I'm assuming possibly because it's less risky. So, uh, this is a question I had on this: thermal lesions. Thermal lesions. Would someone please explain that to me? Yes. Well, I, I would say, I mean, the 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 hifu, hifu that we're talking about the the uh, ultrasound that's focused on an area. It's heat. The sound waves are creating heat, and that's what via friction. No, not friction at all. You're just focusing <laughs> high energy sound waves at a particular area so picture like okay so it causes the uh, so much vibration that um you're right but that's what i'm saying so that's where the friction comes in right so you're focusing all this all these waves at one point and it's is it vibrating the the atoms so much that it causes friction heat I don't know about friction heat. Where's the heat? Where's the I thermal coming friction. from? So I would I would say it's specifically a sound waves. That's what the high intensity ultrasound is. But but sound waves aren't necessarily warmer, hot, or cold. Oh or no, they whatever. are. Ultrasound becomes very hot. Okay. Yeah, it becomes very hot. So, you so put an electrode. Low frequency, or no high frequency, right? High frequency. Uh, ultrasound's high frequency. So high frequency well, sound waves are actually hot. They will be if you focus them in a very small. So say say you had. Say you're pushing. Okay, let let's come up with an example. So you're at a concert. You have a whole bunch of Marshall full stacks looking at you from the stage. You got Marshall full stacks. Okay, so, uh, you know you're at a, you're at a concert. You got a bunch of speakers looking at you. Gotcha. You got sixteen you speakers on one big stack. I actually, sixteen. I actually, I actually did know what those were. If you were to take those sixteen speakers, say you're standing Why in the mosh 16 pit. Sixteen of them. Say there's sixteen on one giant stack of a speaker deal a column speaker deal or whatever and you're standing right in front of it in the mosh pit if you were to concentrate all never, of those speakers to one speaker pit. well this is something we need to <laughs> reconcile so you, you concentrate all of those 16 speakers down to one speaker and they're all pointed towards you they're gonna be super fucking loud right and those are gonna but they're not gonna be super hot well they would eventually if if you had that high intensity Okay. Pointed at you. They would be that hot. Okay. It, it, you know what does it? The difference is the transducer. You have a crystal ah, transducer. transducer. Yeah. You know it well. So it's different than a speaker, obviously. It's a not speaker. just sound. Did you say but it's crystal a transducer? It's a, trans it's a crystal transducer. Yeah. Is that similar to a crystal skull? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a crystal skull. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they go? Why have they not <laughs> returned? <laughs> Sorry. I just, I'm, I'm super into that whole thing right now. So using this ultrasound concept is actually, it's not new for making lesions in the body. Um, it has been limited, though, however, for use on the brain due to the shape and density or thickness of the skull. Um, but the new technique does overcome that hurdle by training more than a thousand beams onto one targeted area. So uh, let me ask what that means. A uh, thousand beams. So you're taking, I mean, what's a beam? Is it uh, a certain amount of particles? Phonons. 
Okay. So oh, now we're getting into the the mass of sound waves. Is that correct? A little, a little bit of particle theory. Yeah, because phonons didn't exist a year ago. No, they didn't. We got photons. Right. Which have been image. Which everybody knows about. Everybody photons. knows about photons. Everybody. Shout out to my X-ray peeps. We obviously know from physics much about photons, but phonons are sound particles. I didn't previously think that sound had mass, but just recently, as we know, space is a vacuum, so there is no medium for sound to travel through. Not enough medium. Not enough medium. There can be some. You're right. You know what? You're right. There can be some. (laughs) But even things like a supernova, which should be extremely loud, like maybe six to 10,000 times as loud as an earthquake, a supernova should be. It's not, though, because we have a vacuum in space. We don't have enough particles or medium for that sound to travel through. Medium meaning, like we talked about earlier, medium being air gas or you know gas liquid, liquid gas. or solid right so something that's that the sound waves need to pass through and there's just none of that in a vacuum right which right. In yeah. is which is space yeah yeah so um the the benefits of this focus ultrasound they're figuring might extend well beyond restoring mobility and delivering drugs to the brain other medical groups are exploring it to treat neuropathic pain and ocd as well Treating Thank OCD, God. that's crazy. Thank like God. to think about that. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I can I actually I can ADHD hang out with Lindsay more th- for more than fifteen right. minutes if that <laughs> happens. Yeah. I don't have OCD. Like, give me the fuck out of this house. I do not have O C D. It's got much more of an ADHD. No, no, thing. Yeah. I think I think we all have a little a little Everybody bit of that. Does. You know what I mean? We all like a things tooch. a certain way. It it's a big deal in the medical world and for the people with these disorders. It's interesting, really. I mean, it's got to be very positive for somebody with a brain disorder or movement disorder. You know, just just to be able to get medication to parts of the brain that you couldn't get to before without brain surgery. That's huge. I mean, think about the physical implications. It's just like, now you don't have to like cut a skull open. The skull's right. extremely thick. And think about like yeah. what, what's what's the risk there? Infection, Especially Jake's. Infe- <laughs> 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 infection or whatever it might be, right? I mean, there's just so many risks lot, to take risks. there, and yeah. and so if you this could, huge if you could do, if you could give the same treatment without actually cutting hematomas? into, yeah. I don't know what that is. Subdural hematomas. Yeah, come you on, have really? You're just going to say fancy words tons and just tons of complications involved with brain here. surgery. Tons <laughs> of complications. If you can break through, basically, it's like taking a dirt road off, like taking an off-road track in a beater, like a <laughs> what's, a, what's an old shitty car you can think of? Pinto. A Pinto, or like even a bug. Like if I took my sixty Subaru Justy. Subaru Justy. Subaru Justy. <laughs> How'd you my not first think of car. That? Shout out, Jake Williams. First car, my look. Subaru Justy. Actually, did pretty good off-road, but <laughs> side note. Just saying. <laughs> I would say if I took that Subaru Justy off road and tried to drive it 172 miles through the outback Alaska to get where I needed to go to bring medicine to some sled dogs, I wouldn't go very well. But if I was able to take a freeway that was paved with that Subaru Justy, it's got really good gas mileage. I could probably get that medicine to those dogs pretty quickly, and it would not be nearly as risky for me. They would they would get the medicine. I would get there quickly. It'd be affordable. It'd be okay. Yeah. It'd be much easier. So It'd be a s- like, affordable. Like that. <laughs> 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 Maybe not so affordable <laughs> in the medical field. It'd be a sure. Subaru-able. Yes. Super-able. Not affordable because it's a Justy. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone listening, Lindsay's actually in the business of um, health. So that's why she you knows these things. <laughs> yeah. Aaron and I are knuckle draggers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Lindsay it, it actually has some brains. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah. On my way there. Yeah. Did you talk about the uh, Medicare reimbursement? What we found is that. Do you want to talk about that at all? Do you remember that? No. Go ahead. It's all you. Take it away, Lindsay. So the issue is that. Mother of nine. <laughs> Spacewalker. <laughs> One through nine. Where is two? <laughs> Wild card. The issue is without FDA approval, 
will insurance cover treatments like HIPAA or not? And it sounds like just this last year, as of February 25th, actually, of 2020. That's, the like, first that's like the other day. Just the other day, the first Medicare reimbursement was approved for Parkinson's. Using the high-intensity focused yep. ultrasound? Yep. Usually insurance will not pay out on something that has not been approved by FDA, and they did pay out on that. That's so huge. Yeah. Good on you, insurance it. company, yeah. whoever you were. Vern Fonk. Bra- Vern Fonk. Medicare. Leave it to Vern. <laughs> Doing something good. Ready to get into your topic. Anyway. I'm ready to get into Lindsay's dynamic and fully fascinating piece on how different frequencies of music can cure uh, Osberger, uh, Asperger's. Asperger's and physically make people more cool. Oh, yeah. I don't know about music that makes people more cool, but there is something about it for sure. About about it. If you don't like music, I don't like you. But what's this quote? This is pretty weird. So, so uh, Nietzsche. Nietzsche was a philosopher from the 1800s, and he said that without music, life would be a mistake. I I say, I thank you. I fully agree. agree. There, there is nothing. If if we had no music, if somebody said no music, can't do it. No music allowed. Like this COVID thing. Nobody can go out or everything's closed. Bullet. What are you going to do? Yep. Bullet to the brain. Music is everything to me. I, I, it, so there's a term I'd never had heard of actually called listomania. And back in the 1800s, there was this, uh, there was this classical penist. <laughs> Say that again? Uh, a classical that. penist. Oh, pianist. Penist. Sorry. Yeah. List was his last name. Gotcha. And he had such a following that they'd call they were called listomaniacs they were so excited to see him play his peen that uh <laughs> they'd follow him around everywhere and they would they would serenade him uh. with his peen songs piano come on just just don't do that <laughs> 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 they were listomaniacs piano people and, uh, harvard okay so let's start with let's go back to whether or not sound can heal i think that ronnie's also Already proven that sound can heal. Ron John Silver. Have you said that yet? Ron, Ron John Silver. John Silverton. Ooh, God damn it, another one. Ron John Add Silverton. It to the list. It's already proven that that we can actually shrink tumors. Dude. They could focus an ultrasound on that tumor now, and actually shrink the tumor without cutting through your skin. There's. So wouldn't you want to get rid of the tumor, not just shrink it? Oh no, you can actually get rid of the tumor. Yeah, you can. You can send enough ultrasonic sound waves through the tumor to sh- to completely get rid of it. And there's al- already proof that you can do that with prostate cancer. Hmm. So for you dudes, when you go in for your prostate check <laughs> and they put your f- their 20 finger 20 years from now in your <laughs> anus, <laughs> then uh, no, I'd I've already had a finger there. Two, I'd say two years from now they're going to put their finger in your buy, anus. Buy a nurse. And I, a I nurse s- in your anus. And I said a joke and no one laughed. Let's hear it. What was that joke, Jake? <laughs> I was getting some stuff checked out. <laughs> and you won't go into details. There I Don't was laying on the table, and uh, it was a female nurse, so she had to have another person to witness because if it's a female nurse with a male patient, there has to be two people in the room. So now there's two women in the room, one with a glove and some lube. I like how this is shaping <laughs> up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she uh, st- stuck it up there and took a look. And I looked over. I looked over at her and I said, "You know, in some countries, people pay a lot of money for this kind of (laughs) entertainment." (laughs) (laughs) Did they find that funny? No, I uh, (laughs) uh, straight faces all around. I was like looking to. I was like, "Tough crowd, huh? Huh?" (laughs) And they're like shaking their heads, like, "Dude, fucking, you're 36 years old. (laughs) Don't don't be a child." (laughs) Yeah, and then she pulled her finger out of my asshole. Not slowly. No. <laughs> so anyway, we got listomania, which is the need to listen to music. And I don't know if you dudes have this, but I know you both know that I do. Jake living next door to me for, what, 12 years at least. Yeah. I turned my Marshall up, and I listened to that music pretty fucking loud. And he knows that. And then Ronnie knows, too, because I've been at ha- his house a lot. I don't do anything without listening to music. If I do, I'm probably not going to be like a pretty normal human without it. So yeah, I've got true. the listomania. 
the need to listen to music. It's funny. It's called Listomania. Listomania. Yeah, because it's the need to listen to music. I know. Yeah. I thought that was kind of weird too. The dude's last name is List. List. That's his you know. last name, which is kind of weird, but it's listen. Interesting. It's like listen. It is interesting. I like how Jake always pronounces out li- interesting. So Harvard has proved a few things already for music therapy. Restoring speech in patients who have, s- have had strokes or traumatic brain injuries. Like uh, people who no longer have use of their left brain and their right brain and they have a stroke. You can play music for them, and they can actually restore use of the other side of their brain. Whatever side of their brain that they lost use of due to the stroke, um, you can play music, and it'll decrease their pain perception. Um, people can get, bu- can get by with less pain medication. It can help evoke memories for people who have dementia. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So they've lost one side of their brain function yeah one side of their brain some people with a stroke have lost use of their left brain for instance so they've lost the use of one side of their brain yes and music allows that side of the brain to start to work again yep it will start evoke evoking memories from the other side of the brain so they can start using it again and they can actually walk again and talk again and start to remember things they didn't remember again. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, so MIT, researchers at MIT, they've developed a way to convert the molecular structure of proteins. This one tripped me out. This is pretty weird, right? This one tripped me out. This like, is pretty weird. Is this theoretical science, no. or is this, this, is not is theoretical. this actual experimental? This is, this is actual scientific evidence. They have turned... Proteins that we currently they know. Proteins. They uh, They have currently <laughs> in Pumapuku, an ancient Sumerian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no ancient alien theorists okay. believe nothing like that. Okay. MIT has taken protein molecules like, for instance, the silk protein from spiders. So we all know that sil- silk, sp- silk protein from spiders is as strong as steel. By weight. So they've taken like the silk protein of spiders and they've turned it into the language of sound. You can actually break it down and hear what that protein molecule sounds like. It's pretty interesting. But they haven't actually turned the protein into sound. Well, they did. So so first they broke down the building blocks which are the amino acids, like as all a, living things. As a computer model, right? Like as a computer you model. You can't change proteins into sound waves. Like, you can. Like physically. That's what they did. I mean, Like actually, tangibly, right? I mean, this is this is they, they took uh, the, a model and they made it on a computer, right? This it is translates the protein into a sequence. This sounds like a musical sequence. So turn a protein sequence into a musical sequence, and this is what it could sound like, basically. So... I mean, we all know what proteins are. Proteins are chemical reactions. Proteins are enzymes. This is what it sounds like. Wind of sky. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) So what they can do, though, so first, first what they do is they break down the protein molecule. They can turn it into a sound molecule. And so it's a sonification of amino acids, but. What? Huh? A sonification of amino acids. Sonification. Nobody even. So then uh, what you can do is you can change a few of those sonifications of the protein molecule. You can change those and create a new fucking protein completely that nature has never seen. So you could take the silk protein from a spider, break it down into a sound molecule. Then you can do a few alterations and make it stronger. Yeah. A sound a molecule. Now? So you break down. Now it's a protein molecule down to a so- sound molecule. And you can do some alter- alterations to it. Now you have an all new molecule. And you can make a new protein out of it. So you can make the spider silk protein stronger than ever was. Stronger than steel. And make a new protein out of it because of the sound molecule. Pretty weird. Huh. I just want to say how 
That sounds a ton like Trent Reznor to me. That's and very Nine Inch Nails esque. Very for Nine sure. Inch Nails, yeah, like yeah, extremely sure. Nine Inch Nails. So one of my favorite matter. bands of all fucking time. And by mine the way. too. <laughs> I, I think mine too. So I'd have to say, like, it's kind of weird. I gotta say, very Reznor esque. Uh, the amino acids broken down in sonically into MIT developed molecular structures. I think that's pretty weird. So you could use that. Like y- you could alter that just a little bit, whatever that molecular structure is of that protein. You could alter that a little bit and make things stronger. Whatever it is that you're using, hammock ropes, you know, crab pots, whatever the fuck you want to use it for. It's going to make your ropes like stronger type of thing. Do Wh- you guys know that, th- just a side note, like spiders, when they, s- when they spin their string, their spider string, they pluck it like a guitar. And there's audible sound in nature. If you were that small, you could hear it. Weird. Guitars did not know. (laughs) Spiders basically play their own guitars. Create their own guitar strings and play their own guitars. That's really cool. That's pretty weird. They they play a wide array of harmonics. Really? Yeah. That'd be cool to get that on. And what's that sound like? And they got they have eight legs. I know. So they're just ripping. So they could play like eight Slapping strings. A bass. They could yeah. play eight strings like corn. Right, give them favorite band corn. <laughs> give them eight strings. Give them Lucille and see what happens, man. Little spiders <laughs> are playing the blues. Yes. So, anyway, also the other thing we found that's really weird is the proof that sound waves actually carry mass. We've never thought that until this most recent year. That the, that's the crazy. That, that's the one thing that got me for this topic tonight is is that all the research I did, most of it said that sound waves do not have mass. We never thought they did. And and I didn't know until your research sound waves have mass, which is kind of world changing. It really is. It really is. <laughs> that means that they can produce their own gravitational fields. So just like particles of light for my X ray peeps. Photons. We all know they're called photons. Particles photons. of sound are called phonons. So they've now named the particles. They're quasi particles because they're not really particles. They're tiny. So uh, here's the thing: Is it? Are we talking quarks here now? Are we? We're talking quasi, like so small. I, we're not quarks, but we're. It's it, it's like a different section. Well, of quasi particles. particles. It's like maybe particles. Exactly. We're we're still trying to figure it out, but. Phonons, we've already named them something. They're called phonons. We know for sure that when they're traveling through a medium like fluid, that phonons are able to produce a very tiny amount of mass, which creates a gravitational field. So even even if we don't notice any weightiness to mass in our day-to-day life, as sounds get louder and louder, like say we're in the city, we got buses, we've got all sorts of sounds going on, cars, people talking, you know, different horns honking and like tugboats from <laughs> Jake's business sounding their horn out in the out in the bay. You know, you're hearing all that stuff and maybe you don't really hear that. But as it gets louder and louder with construction and all that stuff, eventually you can start to feel the sounds and it becomes weighty and they carry mass. When, it bec- when the sounds become so much. That it's almost like this crushing kind of heavy feeling. Yeah, I it mean, is. That, that's a, that's a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a, that's a feeling. You're feeling the weight of this sound, which makes sense. Now that they're finding mass with sound waves, which is just it's wild. It is weird. Uh, they never thought they carried mass, yeah, but they do. That's that's very very just interesting. Just this last year. I mean, uh, what else are we gonna find out? I think we proved it. We proved it. We so proved it. Sound waves we can, we can yeah. heal we you no matter the ailment. No matter the ailment. Thank you for listening to <laughs> The Flask at Hand. Uh, we love you. And we apologize. I'm so sorry. And we're sorry. Good night. Good night, everyone. Uh, before we completely sign off uh, tonight, I'd just like to thank all the people that are supporting us in our Facebook group. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at the flask at hand and all of our Instagram peeps. Uh, thank you too. You can find us there at flask underscore official. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, 
uh, keep track of what we're doing on there and what's going to be coming up on the next episode as far as whiskeys and topics and things like that. Uh, so yeah, I just want to say thank you to, to everybody um, for really having a good time making this show, and I hope you guys are enjoying it as well, and I hope to have you back for the next episode. Good night. Tried to get it across every time I've spoken, but I don't think it's really come out. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do but stand here and scream at you. All talk, no action. <laughs> <laughs>